It is a brand new edition of the Geo and Jones After Party, but as is our custom, the entire party is not here. Just two idiots not named Geo or Jones from the Geo and Jones Radio Show on CBS Sports Radio, CBSSportsRadio.com, and your Radio.com app here Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. Without Pete Bellotti, that's Mike Biseglia. I'm Andrew Bogish. Hello, Michael. Good morning, Andrew. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. I forgot there's a story I have to tell you off the air that right I forgot about three weeks ago. Okay. And, oh, I'm so glad I, I remembered. It was during one of our vacation times, so it didn't line up, but I have a good story for you off the air. Okay. Oh, off the air? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go on the air. Why? It's too risky. Huh? Not worth it. Not worth who could be listening. Who does it involve? Not telling you. No, you're giving me nothing right now. Nothing. So you're you going to find out off the air, and the story takes about 10 seconds. All right, so mic's off. Three, two, and one. I'm stopping the story because it's actually not that big of a deal. I mean, it, it, it does refute one of the things we, we hear often around here, but I'm not surprised by it. I mean, it's worth telling you. Right. Are we going to have an intervention over it? No, 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 no. no. no it just gonna... stays between us. All right. Fine. I'll tell you guys the next time Mike's not here, which is probably next week, the way we're going, I'll just tell it because I don't care. Um, so where are we? Yes, it is the final week of August, about to be September. Uh, the summer of all of us not hanging out together is about to end. I presume um, that once we get past Labor Day, we'll all be hanging out because I know how much you all love to hear the three of us together. Uh, I think... Pete promised that we were going to be busier with the podcast uh, he, in football season, but I disagree. Yeah, he becomes like this sports radio producer. Was like, yes. The podcast's going to have more content <laughs> because the NFL will be going on. This podcast has nothing to do with actual sports content. Now, maybe you want to say that for the radio show, sure. Yeah, of course. And I would even argue that the more sports content, sometimes it makes the show worse because you have to focus on sports and right. not the silly stuff that can sometimes be the most entertaining part of the show. But he is so fixated on it. And not only that, he uses it in his transitions. He's like, while you get that ready, Andrew, this is a good opportunity for me to tell everyone that this is a slow time for us. Yeah. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah. There's a weird, like, prim and proper Pete that comes every once in a while, and it is hardcore, like, sports producer. Yeah, it's odd. I'm like, why do you care, man? What is the big deal? So Pete's not here this week because uh, he is in Ocean City, Maryland, uh, with his current side piece. And (laughs) I'm kidding. Just Pete having a side piece is just... Oh, yes. This is wonderful. Yeah. The the lovely Bridget, who we are all very thankful for because she has made Pete a very happy man. And the the happier Pete is, the better it all is for the the rest of us. So uh, Bridget is is a saint. Mm. So they're in Ocean City, Maryland. In fact, I think as we're taping, they might be on their way back to New York. Anywho... Um, I mentioned on the on the radio show during the week that I was nervous about Pete because right. I hadn't seen a picture on Facebook from Pete because mm. he's a pretty he's pretty good at posting pictures when he's doing unique things, wrestling matches, trips, vacations, whatever, and or just hanging out with with Bridget. And I didn't see pictures for about seventy two hours. Mm. I got nervous, and then almost immediately, as if he was listening to the show, boom, on Facebook, right. there's eight pictures from, from the Ocean City, Maryland vacation. Do you think that he was listening, and that's why he blasted a bunch on Facebook, or just 
pure coincidence. It's most likely coincidence. I agree. I agree. But is it possible that Pete was listening to the show while on vacation? It is possible. Right. It is possible. But I think it's just a coincidence because, as you mentioned before, he is uh, known for posting on Facebook mm. the Pete Bellotti selfie right. at the beach, right at the park, yes, at the baseball park mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah, me and Mike noticed this uh, on Well, Wednesday. you noticed it and I agreed with it. And I was trying to be nice. But yes, I did notice, it dawned on me that Pete and Bridget have a habit of taking basically the same exact picture. They're cheek to cheek, <laughs> smiling, clearly happy and in love. But it's it's the same picture, the same smile, the same pose, and there it's just close enough right. of like a headshot <laughs> that you can't make out anything really behind them. So it looks they just they look they could be anywhere. I think I figured out when we read our last text messages from our significant others. Yeah, that he won't do. He won't do. I think I know what his now says. Meet me at the green screen at three <laughs> every time. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. It's it, unbelievable. It really is. Uh, and I don't know why I didn't realize it sooner, but it's just, it's the same picture. Right. The same smiles, the same happy glow, and just like random sand over a shoulder and some blue water. It could be, it could be anywhere. I wish we had the capability. Maybe we could figure it out on an app to take that photo and put Pete in famous place, places throughout history. Well, that has to be doable, Here's right? Pete on the grassy knoll as Kennedy's <laughs> head is being blasted to the left. I mean, that Here's has Pete to be on easy. Normandy. Like, just all, right. of, all of these places we could put Pete in famous situations. Or just an exotic locale. Right. A little better than Ocean City, Maryland, or here's, Long Beach, New York. Here's Pete on the Galapagos. <laughs> Pete on the moon! Is that a Komodo dragon behind you? Yeah. yeah we, Pete on the Great Wall. We can do this. Oh, this is fun. We can do that. You and I can't do it, but this is definitely doable by a regular person. Again, another great idea, producing, not related to the show. Yeah, I don't... That is an interesting pattern that you've fallen into that you... you I've been better on the show, actually, to be fair. Yeah, the R.A. Dickey spot was Studies a real... show that having human contact makes you Who's live talking longer. to us right now? So visit your local Geico agent. Can I turn Not this, only will you get expert off, advice on down. getting a... Bring it, don't turn it off. With all bring that down. human contact, you may live to be... That's the same thing, though. No. Fading down and turning off is the same thing. I'm taking this off. This weekend only, Smith Haven Auto Group shows its appreciation bring for Long Island drivers. Oh. It's Smith Haven Chrysler Jeep right Dodge Ram's month-end customer appreciation off. sales event. This is Brett. This is making me nervous. We're doing this podcast from. Um, I should have caught that. The alternate uh, WFAN radio studio. If you're familiar with those boys, it's we're in the Boomer and Carton studio while the midday show is in Mike Francesca's room. And we, we have to be careful because... Um, I will ex- be, let me explain you it to it. you. Do it. Mr. Technical Guy. Although the spots are playing in the other room, when the fader is up, you'll hear them on this end too. That's why I was hesitant to actually turn it off. My guess is it does not turn it off in the other studio. Right. But to be safe, you should just bring it down. There it doesn't play on our end, still playing on theirs. I would assume if I would assume if you hit it off, we would have heard something by now. Right. But it's better to be safe to bring it down and yeah. not turn it off. This actually happened in a live interview, not with me, but the producer of Tiki and Tierney, Mike Samter, then was the in-studio producer for the Doug Gottlieb show. Doug Gottlieb was in California, and they had an interview set up, 
And Mike didn't know. And we learned. Middle of the interview, you hear spots playing. <laughs> now, it wasn't live, so they could edit it out. Right. But, yes, I've experienced that before. Yeah. If Pilati was here, this would have been taken care this of. This is true. We've well, all- this is, you know what? I'll tell you why it wasn't set off properly. Because the morning show that's normally in this studio, their board operator, Eddie Scazzeri, right, the out today. Yeah. So he, I'm sure when he's done, brings down everything. Whoever was in here did not. Um, hopefully you could hear the, the fear in my voice. Uh, should I edit that out or leave no, it No, I think we should leave it in. It's a podcast. I, I want to so, hear what the spot was. It's supposed to be raw and fearful and frightening because uh, I am deathly afraid of us coming in here and either accidentally putting ourselves on WFN, which right. has happened from people on our side of the network before, or taking WFAN off the air. Right. Um, but, yes, yeah, so that was really, really scary for it. me. All right, Dickie. I'm looking outside. No one's running around. There's no anger. There's no fires. I think we did okay mm-hmm. um, by just hitting the off button. So, yes, all right, Dickie. Great spot by you. Good good producing. Uh, you are balancing things out, but I still think your best work happens on this podcast. Fair enough. I would agree with that. Well, uh, um, you know, you get to go on the air a little bit. I, I, I was disappointed in myself with my interview with the FedEx guy at CBS Super or CBS Media Day. I thought it was crappy. I thought it was boring. Um, it wasn't my best work. I thought it was entertaining, but I, I, again, was confused by you sounding like timid, and I'm, that's what you you want to sound that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm projecting myself that way. That's okay. the way I come across All with right. these interviews. I don't. I'm not really interviewing the FedEx guy. Like, what's it like working here and delivering packages to people? Right. I don't know how interesting that would be. Although he had a really deep answer. <laughs> yeah. He liked the people. It was they have good coffee. He was excited to be there. I thought my response was funny. Uh, it was. I mean, you did the the best ones. You did were Super Bowl week. We're Super Bowl. Yeah, those. But were, I had got to talk to more interesting people. True, but it's your job as the questioner to make the subject. I interesting. would agree. That's why I said it wasn't my best work. I just said that to start this. Yeah, I, I thought I was boring. And that was it. One guy. There was another guy. It was just. Even worse. It was terrible. No yeah. personality. It was boring. It wasn't even worth bringing you up. You had an off day. I had an off day. It happens. And you know what? You can only work really with what's in front of you, and sometimes there's just not many options. Yeah, I had an off day. It's okay. I was disappointed that the chef didn't know who I was, who I interviewed last year. And that actually depressed me when I saw him. <laughs> you wanted him to remember you? No. <laughs> it depressed me that it was a year later, and here he was, and here I was, and I was like, oh. Nothing's changed, and here we are. You're making paninis and wraps, and I'm here getting people to sit next to my host so they can talk, and it just felt like, I don't know, just felt like not enough progress was made in my life career-wise. And that was an odd way to feel full circle on (laughs) a year. Yeah, Uh, I'm sitting down now because I feel like we've we've stumbled on something really deep, and I want to be in a uh, you know kind of more welcoming position when we we talk about this. Um, So yeah, years past. Bogish. Yeah, that's that's what I'm here for for the most part. Um, So you were at just to recap for the second straight year at CBS's NFL kind of media day. All the play-by-play analysts, studio guys are in one spot. You can ask them questions about the season, whatever. Last year you went walked around. Asked your questions to people who were there working the event, not the actual, you know, media people. Um, and now saw the same guy a year later. He looked great. 
you, and you look good too. And your yeah. body by Bisseglia. I've lost form. a few. Yep. Good. Congratulations good. on that. Thank you but, very I mean, much. There's the there's the first thing to point out is that in the last year you've started a completely unsuccessful <laughs> lifestyle website. Uh, this is where you're going with this. <laughs> this bullshit. What do you think that guy's? Do you think that guy's body by Biseglia? I think that guy's happy. I think he's got a family, a mm-hmm. wife. He's probably having a lot of sex. <laughs> Why did you say that so harshly? He's really getting in there. Like I don't know. I just a year later, here I am. Here's the chef. It just felt pathetic. But you have a wife. I can't. I'm comp- not saying that I, stuff's not good. No, no, no. But you, I'm just pointing out the good things. You have a wife; she's far more attractive than you deserve, and far more and, and more I, successful. I, Just like my wife is. It's a compliment to them. Let it be. As I think do. we're on equal playing fields with attractiveness. Uh, you're, you're not. You're a man, so you like women. But I mean, I don't think that's a. Um, Anyway, I'm probably no. getting myself in trouble here. Well, I think we're on are. equal scales. I think she's gorgeous and beautiful. I mean, you're but not I think gorgeous. I'm handsome and dapper. Yeah, you're you're not ugly. Well, thank and you. And you're not undapper. But hey, you know what? All right, I'll give you this. When I was in my prime, <laughs> which was when? Uh, 2008. Okay. 2009. That was actually when I was my least fat. Yeah, that was my prime. I'll show you pictures on Facebook. Okay. Anyway, you were saying I'll give you this. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Maybe the gap isn't as wide as I was suggesting to begin with. But when you factor in all of you, okay, she's well, still she's still more I'm than not, you deserve. That's fair. <laughs> I'm a very loving and supportive husband. You are. Who makes thousands of dollars? Right. And that's about it. And you you cook for her. She made cookies this and week. And clean. Yeah. I well, clean. You, but you like crash clean. You, you're dirty for the... Well, since I now have my... We have our own house, condo, mm-hmm. I'm actually really into you're making right sure it. it looks good. Yeah. Right. Yes, there was cookies. The condo, another reason why you should be proud of your last 365 days. Yes. You, you, have, you have a new place to live. You own it. It's bigger. It's in a whole new state. Yeah, it's in a much better state. Right. Somebody died in a... Your old neighborhood. I saw that. Killed, not died. Driving? Uh, no, on the street, just killed. I, I believe in gun violence. God. Yeah. So what were you saying about the cookies? Good job you moved. Cookies were delicious. They were good cookies. Ex- I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to talk about the urinal and hey, the cookie. Well, first talk about the flavor of the cookie and then move on to the urinal. Cookies were delicious. They were almost bakery-esque. Mm-hmm. Sugar cookies, sprinkles all the way through them, not just on the top, like in the actual yeah. cookie dough. The sprinkle gives it a nice crunch, which I don't think people appreciate enough. I uh, talked about that with the wife yesterday. Yeah, no, I appreciate I had three of them, so I certainly appreciated them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so did I. I had three. Um, but we saw one um, in a in a urinal. <laughs> yeah. We were ju- literally <laughs> just talking about how how, how that was good odd. they were. And how proud Mike was of his baking wife. And then I went to the bathroom, stepped to the urinal, and there was a third of a cookie on the urinal cake. At first, I was insulted by this. Yeah. It was like somebody threw their cookie in the urinal. How dare they? But the more I thought about it and rationalized it with this nice brain of mine, I realized it's actually a compliment to the cookie. How? Because... 
this person was so into their cookie that they did not even want to put it down while they took a tinkle. They were like, you know what? I'm going to eat this cookie even while I pee, which is pretty gross to bring food and eat it in the bathroom. Yeah. And then, just by accident, it slipped out of his mouth. I don't think you would go in there and be like, oh, this delicious cookie, let me have half of it and chuck it in there. It just doesn't add up. Unless you're one sick, sadistic mother... I, I don't think somebody thought the cookie deserves to be in the urinal, but but why not just chuck it in the garbage then? It's just it's just an odd place it is. to put a baked good. It, it, it is, but I can see you know, you're walking down the hallway, you're taking a couple bites, you just keep walking past the garbage, and you get to the urinal, and you go, oh, I I got I need my two hands, and you just drop the cookie in the urinal because you're done with it. Now, why wouldn't just eat it like the fat guy? in me things, and you just go out, and you throw it in your mouth and finish chewing it. Yeah. Um, but sure, it could have absolutely been dropped by accident. Maybe he had it in his mouth to free his two hands to get everything out, and then because of that, it broke off and fell in. But there's the visual of it being in there. Steps after talking about how good it was and how proud you were and don't mention it. You know, I feel like there's a reason that we were not talking about them. But maybe that was after the fact. Who's them? The cookies. But I guess not. Anyway, that was one of my highlights of my week. The yeah. universe did me a solid for that one. Yeah, I will say, because you dragged me into the bathroom. I'm like, you got to come in here. <laughs> and anytime somebody says, come into the bathroom, I'm thinking there is one stinky piece of poo. Well, there was. I know. But like, why, I'm like, why are you? T- it's like, I don't need to see some nasty crap. I was like, but I'm going to do it. That's <laughs> what you do. Yeah. That, that jarred me. Yeah, that was a little odd. I wonder who did it, though. That's the next question. We both know who did it. So I, I walked back in the newsroom, <laughs> and I said that everyone could, everyone could hear. I said, Mike, just trust me on this. Come to the bathroom right away. Three other guys in the room had just done the same thing amongst themselves because somebody, and I don't, I've never understood this, and this has happened in every single place I've worked or lived when there's been, like, communal bathrooms. Why is that? Someone took a horrible, horrible <laughs> bowel movement and then didn't flush the toilet. So it's just sitting there in all its disgusting glory. So they thought when we came back that I had dry, I had brought you in there to show you the crap, not the cookie in the urinal. Why? So I was like, let me show you a picture. And they're like, uh, you took a picture of it? And I'm like, yeah, I took a picture of it. It's funny. I know. It wasn't about the shit. I don't I'm coughing. I don't understand why somebody just I mean, that's gotta be something where you attempt to flush the toilet and it doesn't go down. You just don't forget. Yeah. I it's, it's right. Well I this is this I'm not kidding. I have spent way too much brain power <laughs> thinking about this issue in general. When I used to work at Sirius Oh, I'm sure it was gross. You know, I would, I had, I had, I worked during normal business hours. Something happened after 5 p.m. and through the weekends where you would come in either, you know, I, I used, to, I would get in there like five in the morning, so I'd be like the first one there. Where you'd come back Monday morning and you'd go in the bathroom, and there would be number two in places. On the side of the toilet, up against the wall, or like on, on my cookies, yeah, or, or like people took 
multiple <laughs> on top of each other. Like to just you you couldn't have done it by accident. You had to be doing it because you hated your job. <laughs> right. You were super right. You drunk. had an agenda. Right. You were you were mentally unstable, but it happened all the time. And now it kind of happens here, and I and I just are we that bad of people? Did I ever tell you the time when I was called in as a witness for something like this? <laughs> no. Well, here at CBS, there's video surveillance cameras outside of the bathroom, right? And something like this happened in the urinal where it just got so nasty and so clogged up, and somebody like stuffed it with like hundreds of paper towels. They were destructive right? and had a purpose to really mess up the urinal. So there's video footage of me coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> Whistling and skipping. Like. like at similar times. Right. So the engineer at the time was not here. Comes into the control room when I'm working on the Gottlieb show and they go, Mike, we need to talk to you. I'm like, oh, crap. Did we not? <laughs> did we not? Fire the commercial breaks. Right. Um, did, did something happen on the log? I'm thinking of all these things that could happen. They go, we have video footage of you coming out of the bathroom. Somebody stuffed the urinal with paper towels. We want to talk to you about it. Was it you? And I'm going, that's what you came in here for? I'm a, I'm, I'm a suspect in this? I could not believe it. Did they have a, a lawyer for you? It wasn't me. Right. I, I don't even... I think I don't even remember now the timeline if I saw it in there if I didn't but I just I'll never forget that being um were you interviewed hurt that by, they were accusing you No but I was so scared of something happening on the board I'm like crap we I'm like damn it when the engineer comes here something happened during the show but it was about if I was the one that clogged the urinal I couldn't believe it <laughs> I was they have they have me on video <laughs> I want to know who well, did it. I I don't know. I There was another issue where somebody made a mess in the women's bathroom, and there's a really nasty email <laughs> that was sent out about that. Oh, God, that freaks me out when the girls are doing it, because I think of girls in such a better light than that. Like, Yeah, but you know what? The other day, we uh, went to eat Sunday with the family, and I was taking my son to the bathroom. They had like a family bathroom, so it's, it's, and it's for handicap purposes as well, so it's bigger, it has space. So... We're standing there waiting, me and Jake, and two women, two adults, come out of the family bathroom. So, first of all, it's two adult women in the bathroom at the same time. At least one of them, I, I assume, went to the bathroom because I heard the toilet flush. So, one, the other one stood there while the other one was doing whatever, and I did what, and, you know, I had no problem with it. But then I went in there, and there was urine on the seat. And I'm like, so either, either you sat in that, like, to begin with, or... Beast. You got it there, and I'm going... You're a female. But I know how you work. How did you get it back there? That's some bad aim. Yeah. That's some bad aim. And you're like, was she hovering over the top of it? Oh, that's it? probably what happened. It was a hover. Yeah. Was my cookie in there? I didn't see your cookie. Mm. I don't think your cookie made it all the way to uh, East Rockaway, New York. Oh, bogus, I gotta go. I have more work to do. Me too. I'm just gonna go home, actually. Uh, next week, all three of us, I think, will be back here. Um, check out Pete's Facebook page if you want to see... Um, his quote-unquote vacation pictures. And, of course, check out Gio and Jones on the radio, CBS Sports Radio, cbsportsradio.com, your radio.com, at Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. Have an awesome Labor Day weekend. We'll see you next time at the after party.